Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Women in Music with me, Millie Cotton. On this week's episode, I've got stylist and creative director Daisy Dean. Daisy has styled the likes of Eliza, Georgia Smith, Ella Eyre, Fretch 32 and so many others. She also styles for brands like Adidas, Nike, Hypebeast, NME and Diesel. So yeah, no notable names there whatsoever. As always, if you enjoy the episode, please do like, rate, review and subscribe and share it so that other people can find us and enjoy. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I mean, the weather's so nice and I was just sitting on my balcony and I like, I just want to go to the park and drink some beers. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, it's not good, is it? How are you holding up in lockdown? Um, yeah, I'm surviving. I'm, yeah, aware of how lucky I am. I have a roof over my head. I have food in the fridge, so I'm good, but I am doing it alone. So there's like the trials and tribulations of that. But yeah, I'm good, generally. So how long have you been alone? I don't know. Time time is different these days. Um, I think I'm going into week six now. That is quite a long time to spend by yourself. That's, I mean, yeah, kudos to you on that one. Yeah, I've not done it before, but you learn a lot about yourself. (laughs) Uh, So I kick off every podcast with like a quick fire round. So I'm just going to throw some questions at you. (laughs) Okay, I'll try. So what was the last song that you listened to? Um, oh my god, the Frank Ocean, the new one. I can't remember what it's called. Is there a new like, Frank Ocean song? I didn't know that. Fuck. Yeah, he's released two mix, like two side tapes or something they're called. Oh, um, and one of them's like in a different language. I can tell you. Sorry, that's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. What's your new quarantine hobby? <laughs> I've started to learn or teach myself how to write in old English font oh, with calligraphy pens. <laughs> that's an interesting one. What was the yeah. first gig that you went to? <laughs> I think it was, I mean, I definitely went low to loads of my parents. They were taking me to gigs from a really young age, but the one I actively decided to go to was little chris in at newcastle o2 academy and i was like 15 or 16 nice rest in peace what are you watching at the moment ozark yeah it so took good. me ages to get into um but i'm there now and also the sopranos i've never done it so now's the time i've heard a lot of good things about the sopranos but yeah same i've not I've not watched it It's yet. a classic. It definitely opens your eyes to like loads of references people make. And now I'm like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I have to watch that next then. Who was the last person that you text? Um, my best friend. And who's a female musician who always gets it right style-wise? Mm, Georgia Smith. Right. So thank you for that. I feel like it's always really nice to do that and sort of get to know someone a little bit better straight off the cuff but, yeah it's all good <laughs> so I think a great place to start is going right back to the start of your career what did you study and then how did it go from there I didn't study actually um I 
was really lucky. I knew what I wanted to do from quite a young age. Like at 14, I kind of sat my mum down and was like, so this is what I want to do. And I've worked out this is how you do it. And at the time, there was only one styling course, I think. And it wasn't like in the centre of London. So I thought it probably wasn't going to work because I knew I needed to do work experience too. Mm. So I kind of started when I started my A-levels at 16. And then... I used to do like a couple of weeks at school and a couple of weeks work experience and eventually dropped a few A-levels and then um, by the time I had finished school, like at 18, I got offered like a year-long internship at a magazine. So I moved to London and, and sort of worked my way up magazines. And then when I was, I was fashion director at a magazine um, and then they folded and went under kind of one of the first, which like was super sad but then I went freelance so it was all positive in the end so what magazines did you start at well my first ever work placement was at red magazine which is like a kind of older women's monthly but still quite fashion which was fun yeah that's really funny Um, that's that was my first ever fashion internship as well no way (laughs) I feel like a lot of people I speak to started at red yeah um it was a really nice team and I think they just opened people with like no experience with uh, world commands so I learned a lot there um and then I was at more magazine and they just kept getting me back and then they had sort of a team shift and that was when there was a space opening up for an internship and I just went in um and yeah and then I kind of never left more and then more folded and then I used to freelance around like uh like heat and closer and now and places like that on their fashion teams and then I went to FHM as the fashion director mm-hmm. and then they folded as well so I was like okay maybe I should leave magazines alone for a bit yeah just a, um, a sign to go freelance totally yeah yeah but I mean I learned so much from all of my jobs and I I'm, I've always been a lover of magazines so it definitely taught me a lot but then yeah being freelance stylist was very different um but it was great I, I like yeah I don't regret anything and so now you style a lot of musicians. Who was the first musician that you styled? And then how did that come about? I think I, well, when I was at FHM, I wanted to start of like, there would be one fashion shoot a month. And I wanted to get musicians in there. Like that happens loads now, but kind of like five or six years ago, it wasn't really happening much. So um, we, I think one of the first we got Stormzy in, Stormzy and Lethal Bizzle did a shoot together for us. Amazing. So that was probably, like, the first time. Um, and then when I went freelance, I'd got... I, I Just before FHM folded, I think we did a shoot with Wretch. Maybe that was... Maybe I'm remembering wrong. I, but, yeah, I did a shoot with Wretch C2 um, off, as soon as I went freelance. And that was kind of my first big music gig. It was for, like, his album artwork and press shots and stuff. Was really exciting. So when you started first working with Wretch, do you try and style the, do you try and channel the style that the client already has, or do you just sort of go in with like a blank slate and they say do whatever you like, or yeah, how does it, it work? Really, it really differs to each client and like whether it's the label coming to you, the management, or the artist themselves. Um, so with Wretch, it was like, okay, he hasn't got a stylist at the moment and we're about to go into campaign with new music and we need press shots and we like your style, so what would you do with him? But, like, one thing I've always tried to do is not, like, make 
a, a totally fresh start and be like okay we're going to really switch it up like it's always like an evolution and a, a growth and I always want to work together with the artists because they're a human themselves and they have their mm-hmm. own personal style and identity so usually it's it's collaborative like I'll find out what they want either the label or the artist or the photographer or whatever and then I'll pitch a mood board and we and we sort of tailor it right to the artist um and then sometimes if there has like from like with Ella when we started working together there's been quite an evolution but that's just we kind of moved with the times and she and she became more open to certain things over time when it's like a trust thing as well just like saying I can't imagine being like yeah I'll wear whatever you want (laughs) to someone (laughs) so like it's just understanding each other I think and communicating with Ella, you've been working together for quite a long time now, right? And you're her creative director, yeah. I read. So what does that really mean? Um, so with, yeah, it basically means that, like, that you're, like, an outside person from, the from like, the label who does, like, who oversees everything creative. So, like, you start to make a creative brand deck that kind of can be sent out that everyone applies to and you st- you know, if it's doing everything fresh, we like I commissioned the logo and creatively kind of consult on the logo, and then I came, I like, I come up with the idea for artwork, photo shoots, down to like everyone we use on the team to like what it's going to look like, and then obviously styling as well, and hair and makeup refs, and how it's gonna how it's gonna last a whole campaign over a few years, or whether it's going to lead to an album or not. So yeah just kind of anything visual creative i i tend to have my say and and have an opinion just to make sure that it's as consistent as possible yeah of course that's a huge job yeah it's massive but it's like it's absolutely my dream and i love it and you can it can be ranging from anything like creative direction on music videos where you know you oversee everything visually to like a launch party and making sure that like the interiors of the launch party looks good so it's really varied and I absolutely love it when you're working on a video what's the sort of average day like I mean these things like start the the conversation starts months in advance but like typically I've always like most things are like super last minute so maybe like you'll confirm a treatment and have the green light press maybe two weeks before you actually shoot um so generally like a couple weeks i start the 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 clothing prep like maybe five like seven to five days before depending on whether there's custom stuff being made or if there's stuff coming from the other side of the world like depending on the specifics but like creative direction wise it starts months in in advance as to work out what we want it to feel and look like and then i help put put the brief together with the label and and then we you know filter through treatments and have conversations with directors and storyboards and all that sort of stuff so yeah and when it comes to pulling the clothes do you you must have to have such great relationships with brands and do you have assistants that help you like you know do the pulling and then the returning yeah i have um a couple people like i have like an intern who's studying at london college of fashion she helps me a couple days a week and then i have a regular assistants i use that i know i can like trust and count on and understand that certain aspects of the job um and yeah i guess just relationships have built over the years of like being in the industry for a while but you know sometimes yeah you do 
really pull on those relationships and ask for favors or you know crazy turnaround times and and specific looks and that's always that's always a bit mad but then sometimes you I want to source something so I'll buy it or get it custom made or yeah it really varies to each brief but it's always so fun and super creative like it's really like a, a nice part of the job do you have any crazy video turnaround stories like yeah I mean I, I can't think of anything specific but there's been a, quite a few like men's shoots I think like male artists where it's been like someone's called me up and been like oh my god like maybe if they're independent or if it's from a manager rather than label side it's like I've got a video tomorrow afternoon <laughs> can you help me and you're like Ooh, you really it's really hard to say no I'm sure loads of stylists feel the same like working out when to say no or if it's someone you love then you want to help them so you're like yeah yeah of course and then it's like acting really chill put the phone down and like ring around the team like quick <laughs> we need this kind of jeans we need this kind of trainers um so yeah it happens a lot but I, I, I can't really think of specific. I did one with Rhett recently which was a bit that was a bit mad and it, there wasn't much there wasn't much production and we were kind of like sat on the side of a road you know getting getting changed out of a suitcase <laughs> kind of thing with like that was like half a day's prep but when you know the client it's kind of like you generally be like okay hopefully this you don't have to bring like a million options yeah so, sure. yeah have you styled tours yes i've done a few with ella yeah but i've not physically gone on the tour okay but i've prepped all the clothes beforehand yeah and what does that look like it must be so many different outfits yeah i mean we did like two we've done i've done two with ella where we because ella was really infamous for her like cat suits when mm. she was like back in the day with touring with like her first album so i really didn't want to kind of do that because it was someone else's sort of trademark and i but i didn't want to I didn't want her to, I wanted her to still have a thing that was recognisable. So we kind of worked out what that would be. Um, and the first one, we did loads of different, like, sequin trousers, which was so much fun. Um, like, every single colour. And I worked with this amazing designer called Nikita Charisma, who kind of, it was a long process, and we kind of worked out what these repeat items were going to be and then we worked out trousers and and then it's really technical like Ella really slows herself around stage like it's really energetic performance so I needed something that was going to stay up for 45 minutes of like running and jumping and it wasn't going to be too hot or too heavy and that the seam wasn't going to split if she like kicked her legs up in the air and you know there's quite a lot of like weird technical things to it so um yeah I guess it's something just, as someone who doesn't work in styling like that's something I've never thought of like the visual aspect yeah. of it and then the technical aspect of it because I guess there must be certain visual things as well with like the lighting and yeah yeah you want like you want people if it's a stadium tour like people way up in the gods to be able to see something on the actual artist that's on the stage so like making sure it's visible from afar and and like yeah works with the lighting and the and the dancers and what they're wearing and but then functions as well and has a space for the mic pack and you know all of that sort of stuff so it takes quite a while and then you get everything custom made and then we do a fitting and then we and then we tailor stuff that's not right or you know each sequin fabric won't be the same type of sequin so we then look at that and work out what waistband works better what cuff works better and it's cut yeah it's a big process 
when stuff's sort of custom made. Um, And we did that again with Nikita for her second tour and we kind of altered the trousers a bit, but there was like something like 27 or 28 pairs of trousers that went around the country with her, which was, it was super fun. It's like a rainbow. That sounds amazing. I'm going to have to check out some photos. When you're, because you must style Ella for the red carpet as well. So how does it differ? Yeah, I guess she has quite varied styles because she has to do, do up glam some days um so it we, we just have a conversation about the event and like what we feel the dress code is right like relevant and right and like if it's an award show you know if it's if she's not nominated for award not to go to ott because you know it's some it's another person's moment and stuff but making sure she looks glam enough so yeah we have like you know the high-end designer brands that we work with closely with to try and create looks and making sure that she's wearing shoes that she could dance all night in if she's having a big run or yeah it really varies but I love I love how different it can be and sometimes I just love mixing it up and like trying different things and she'll she's really open to trying different stuff so that makes it really fun yeah, it must be definitely quite a rewarding part of your job where you get to see her go and look fantastic yeah, you feel like a proud like fashion mom. But yeah, <laughs> when that. the pictures load on to Getty and you're like, Oh my god, it looks amazing or you've thought about like a tiny detail and like you wanna see it if it works, like, Oh yeah, the camera did pick up that light or the matching the eyeshadow to the shoe was a great idea or yeah, and especially if it's a biggie, like a big event, like like an award show or something, you feel like really proud. Would you say there are any celebrity red carpet like must not do's Mm, yeah stickers on the bottom of a shoe (laughs) (laughs) that's literally my pet hate um and sometimes it can happen really easily if it's a rush moment and there's like a lone sticker on the bottom or something but that's my pet hate um and just making sure the right underwear is on like if it's see-through or you know a strapless or whatever but, yeah, I think that's probably probably it. Yeah, no, definitely. You don't want any black knickers showing through white dresses. It's all those really simple things that, like, I don't know, I guess you have to think about. Yeah, it's like if you're going out for your birthday and you've got, like, a special, like, outfit, what you would think for yourself. Like, oh, I'm not sure I like seeing that strap or I've got a seamless pant on or, oh, my God, are my toes all right if I'm getting them out? Just things like that. <laughs> that um, you have to think for someone else, so... It's, it's pretty mad so are there any bits of your job where sometimes they feel a bit thankless like the stuff that you have to do that you maybe don't necessarily enjoy doing or feel particularly like it's very rewarding yeah I mean the, on my side the side of most businesses and companies where it's like accounts and like logistics and stuff Mm. like that where you feel like your creative process is being squashed or squeezed out of you but it's necessity to keep a company alive um I've learned the hard way with that like when I was younger I I didn't even know what tax was and you're like (laughs) oh my god but um my least favorite time of the year 100% yeah I'm sure most freelancers relate that doesn't necessarily I mean it feels rewarding once it's done but then you're like oh and then we go again but um yeah and I guess like I'm sure other stylists are the same like the return side of things can be really mind-numbing and frustrating and 
and long, but I kind of try and delegate where I can now because my days are quite, well, before COVID, <laughs> my days are pretty chocker because of creative direction as well. So I have to delegate, but um, yeah, the, 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 the physical side of things like running around with a suitcase and, and all of that is not very rewarding at the time. it all pays off eventually but at the time when it's raining and you're like struggling on a tube with your suitcase and everyone hates you because it's taking up the space it's like remind me why I do this again (laughs) so who would be your dream artist to style oh I get asked this question and it's always the same (laughs) but Rihanna I think it's just like She's just the holy grail in my eyes. Oh, no, I agree, definitely. <laughs> like, she's with fashion, she, I mean, she's literally created, like, one of the sickest brands as well. Mm. She's just up for it and, like, so creative and, like, just, like, heaven to look at as well. So, yeah, I think Rihanna would be, or has always been up there. And I'd love to, I'd love to work with someone like Frank Ocean or, or ASAP Rocky because, again, they're just quite experimental with what they do. Do you think it's easier to work with female or male artists? Or both have their challenges. Mm. Um, it depends. Like, it depends on you as a stylist as well. Like, I actually, I started out in women's wear when I was really young, but then I got, like, known f- for my menswear and my streetwear. Um, but then certain ones can feel certain. It depends on the artist, I think. But... Um, Generally, menswear can be a bit more relaxed and a bit more laid back, and there's a lot more to think about in terms of women's wear, like with the underwear and, and stuff like that. Um, so I'd be inclined to say menswear, but still, they can they can still still have their challenges depending on who who it is. Do you think it's slightly harder to be more creative with menswear as well? Because I guess, like, how many different ways can you style a pair of trousers and a shirt? I don't know. Yeah, I think more like as more time goes on, menswear gets more and more creative, and there's, and guys are more and more open to mixing stuff up. And I personally have a love and a soft spot for menswear because it's like totally formed me as a stylist and and my personal style as well. Mm. So like I I don't de- necessarily wouldn't agree. And there's just so many amazing menswear designers that are popping up that make it really exciting and keep it interesting. But yeah, if you were talking like average high street and stuff like that is that you can definitely see a difference yeah of course so lastly as this is supposed to be a space where people can learn you know how to do what you're doing what's Uh, your main advice for getting into styling um i guess just like be ready for the hustle and hard work because it is like quite competitive but like well there's a will there's a way so just like try and offer your services and try and get to work with stylists and and like stylists of musicians that you like um and just offer to maybe do some free work or see if they're taking anyone on um always have a smile on your face um and just try and remain positive i think because it can it can be it can be a hard one as an assistant or starting out i totally get that um and specifically to work with artists i guess maybe like there are we're in a really nice time where there's so many artists and new musicians coming up and like in the age of spotify and instagram like you know almost anyone can 
can put music out and they don't have to have a big label behind them so just reaching out direct like if you don't ask you don't get and you know you'd be surprised how many people check those requests in their dms so like just maybe put mood boards together and be like hey i love your style i love your music i don't know if you've got stylists or not and my bad if you do but this is what i'd love to do and hit me up if you want to know my rates kind of thing and just just give it a go yeah, like there's no harm in putting yourself out there, is there, ever? They yeah, can only say I no, think... and if they say no, try someone else. Exactly, like I think persistence is key, like not to take everything personally and get knocked down. Like I, when I first started out, when I was at school, I would spend my lunch breaks searching for emails of magazine editors and stylists, and I would, I'd honestly email Cosmopolitan every single week, and I'd say the same thing, and I'd still ask if they had any work experience, and eventually... Even if it's just to shut you up, they'll give you an <laughs> opportunity. But yeah, just just keep going. Like where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, that's definitely some, some really great advice. I think persistence is definitely definitely key. Yeah, and and positivity and like testing as well. Like make sure you if you're doing stuff via Instagram, make sure that you have some stuff up on your Instagram so that if they do look at you and they click on your page, that you're you know repping the style or the skills that you say you've got. So. Would you yeah, say just... to do, for testing, would you say the best way to go out and do that is, again, collaborate with small photographers, everyone, because you can get something from everyone, right? Like everyone needs a portfolio. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Just finding people in a similar situation to you. And, and even if you can't get a photographer, like so much is done via iPhones these days. And just like, just, you know, if you can't find a model just ask your mate to do it and just chop the head off if you want <laughs> like just really get creative and um and and if not like yeah find facebook groups or twitter groups of like-minded people and be like hey does anyone want to collaborate this is the idea i have and we'll be surprised and like some of my closest friends now we're all kind of rising together and we we all started out doing tests together way back when and um yeah you'd be surprised how many people will be down to collaborate just to get creative yeah, nice. Thank you so much for your time, Daisy. It's been so insightful. And it's really, really weird not being able to see you. I'm not sure how I feel about doing interviews over the phone. They're like not I know. as personal. Do you usually do them in real life? Yeah, so it's like, it's because it's there is just isn't that physical. Yeah, it's very strange. But no, I think this is yeah. great. I love the persistence, though, like keeping it moving. Yeah, well, do you know what? It's actually a really good time to get people because everyone's so busy usually. So it's like at least I know that people are are sitting at home not really doing much. Um, Yeah, and great time to to listen to the podcast as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, I hope that you you stay all right by yourself and it's not not too lonely. No, this is this has been good. I'm like, cool. That was a productive half an hour. So thanks for having me on board. Where can people find you online if they would like any more advice or you know just check out your work? Um, yeah, just my Instagram, which is my name, Daisy Dean, um, and just hit me up on there or my website's just daisydean.com. So yeah, sweet and simple. But I do try and look at my messages and get back to people. So yeah. 